0: Hey everybody, what's up? Welcome back to another episode of Girls Sports Talk by Naraj Kalia. It is August 2023. Hope you're all enjoying your Friday and looking forward to the weekend. Some good weather is still in effect. Hopefully getting more and more better and cooler uh, the night, so... I uh, always like that. As always, you can find more of my episodes and content on various platforms, including Zencaster, Amazon Music, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and many more. So in today's episode, again, I want to go ahead and continue uh, previewing the NFC. Um, I, I want to focus my attention on... Um, Uh, Preview today on the NFC North, uh, which could be very, very interesting. Uh, Could be potentially a division, up for grabs, or any team to really win it this year. And kind of want to dive into all these teams, get into what I think this season may look like, what their storylines could be with these players, and what to expect going forward. As I did previously with the NFC South episode. Um, So if you didn't check that out, please give that a tune in and listen to that. Um, So let's get right into it. Um, The NFC North, as I mentioned, does feature obviously some change, right, in terms of Aaron Rodgers, right, no longer in Green Bay. And so we obviously know, and it's been well documented over the years, right, the Packers have been winning the NFC North uh, consistently. For a number of years until Minnesota kind of that you know broke that chain somewhat last year um, and a couple of seasons ago, but we saw quite a bit of things change in this off season for all these teams involved in terms of some personnel, some additions to their roster, um, and so you look at this season and what it could entail. I'm gonna go ahead and start with Minnesota Vikings. Minnesota Vikings. Um, had an unbelievable season last year. Uh, they went 13 and four, if I recall correctly. Um, you know, they had obviously a great home record. Uh, they won a lot of one-score games last year. You know, they beat the Buffalo Bills in a game that was a highly coveted matchup last year. Uh, there were some other games that they pulled out late. Um, or from behind. And a big part of that um, was the, you know, a big part of their success last year was Kevin McConnell, right, coming in from uh, the Los Angeles Rams and providing even a more diversified offense, in which we saw Justin Jefferson put up incredible numbers. And he continues to... Continues to ascend more and more into that number one wide receiver. One of the best, if not the best, wide receiver in the NFL. And, you know, now you see you see the chemistry, the report, right, that they have. And that's supposed to be obviously a great thing um, for, for Kirk Cousins and his offense. However, the defense was a letdown. It was pretty atrocious last year for... Um, For the Minnesota Vikings They gave up a lot of yards Uh, They were not really good on third downs Defensively Um, And they're hoping They are hoping that the addition Of a Brian Flores To their defense will help uh, Because they definitely need Some of that uh, To be able to Stop some of the other top NFC teams that That they competed against This year yeah, Minnesota had a pretty uh, unique season last year, right? There was a lot to talk about Kirk Cousins and what he would do. And there's been a lot documented, obviously, in the quarterback series on Netflix about Kirk Cousins and the things that he obviously, he, he's kind of always doing. He more at a high level during the regular season. And the playoff game that they had against, against the Giants, um, you know, unfortunately, things didn't really bounce their way. Uh, towards the end, you know, obviously, there's a lot made about the, the third down play selection call and uh, what may have happened there. Um, ultimately, you know, Kirk Cousins and Kevin McConnell's relationship uh, in year year two together will be interesting to watch. You know, they obviously have that familiarity with each other to know kind of plays and things they want to go into. But more importantly, Kevin McConnell as a, as a head coach, um, you know, obviously, he got that. Experience and uh, playing, you know, coaching a playoff game and things like that. He's been with the Rams a number of years. Uh, prior to, his Minnesota been sort of, you know, staying here. Uh, but you really want to see what Kevin McConnell is kind of made of this year. In terms of will he, you know, be, um, you know, more aggressive, you know, take more chances in certain situations, certain games. Every coach obviously has to evaluate that from, from season to season. Coaches have to come up with a different. Uh, you know, come up with different methods, right? They have to use all the data that they can get with analytics and all that, and really try to see where they can find the edge for their team or what gives them the best opportunity to change it up, um, you know, as a unit. So I think that will be important to watch this year. Um, I do think that you know, because of the off season and things that transpired, I do have question marks. Uh, do about about the running back. Um, you know, running back group for the Minnesota Vikings is something that is going to be interesting to watch, right? Dalvin Cook is no longer going to be there in Minnesota. Could he re sign there possibly? Maybe. Could happen still because Dalvin Cook has not been signed yet by anyone. Um, but that production at the running back spot, um, it is one to watch, you know? Um, I'm not saying that. It's a uh, you know a, 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 you know a group that can perform, but just knowing how much they rely on this you know, play action pass and high offense uh, in order to kind of give your defense and your overall team better flow. You need to run the football, and for Minnesota, I don't really know they have enough at that position without Dalvin Cook to address that consistently this season. Maybe Kirk Cousins and Kevin McConnell will kind of overcome that with, their, with offensive you know, points and proudness. But the running back element for of their offense, to me, is something still that will be a question mark this season. Their offensive linemen overall, um, I think the left and right tackle are two spots that I think that they could find themselves having a little bit of trouble of protecting Kirk Cousins this year. That, very really well, was something that came up in that playoff game last year with the pressures and pass protection. So I think Minnesota has to improve in that. They do have a new weapon to their offense in Jordan Addison. Um, he did find himself in a little bit of a legal trouble, um, but I believe he will be playing this year. He may miss sometime, but he will be playing, and you add on a wide receiver to get into a K.J. Osborne and a few others. And Minnesota's got... A uh, pretty impressive wide receiving group that could do a lot of good things this season. But ultimately, I think for the Vikings to have any chance this year uh, to compete or to win the division again, they're going to need their defense uh, to play well, and especially towards um, you know middle of the season, they have to be able to do a much better job of contain teams. Uh, I don't really know if there's too many difference makers right now on their defense that can make that can make things happen, but they do need to find a way to to get that going and be a better version of them than they were, um, you know, last year. So, like I said, I feel like their depth in the secondary is a little bit questionable. I think Harrison Smith is still there, which you know that will help them at the safety position. But I have a strong feeling that the vikings are not going to win 13 games again this year i think the division is better uh, i think there's a lot more teams that have chances at it i could see the vikings competing for the NFC north title towards the end um if i have to pick a record um i'm gonna go along the lines of nine and eight ten and seven for the minnesota vikings um, I think that's what it will kind of come down to. I think that they'll have a chance towards the end to be in contention. They will be in contention for the division and possibly a wild card spot. I could see them finishing nine and eight um, and still getting in, maybe. Uh, but I think that this division, their record, the schedule that they have, I think they're going to be much more battle tested. Um, and thrown into the fire a little bit early and they may find themselves you know the game that they won last year the one score game I have a strong hunt that they may not be able to win all those games this year I think they will struggle a little bit um, in terms of um, you know some of the opponents that they're going to face but the main thing to watch for the Minnesota Vikings right is can they find a way to bounce back get back to the playoffs and get to an, an extension game um, they certainly have been very close, uh, but they've got to put it all together. And I think that under their defense, it doesn't play better this season. Uh, if their defense isn't, you know, in the middle of, uh, of the league in you know, sort of like, you know, rankings and things like that, I, I see them probably having a tough time winning some of these games because, you know, there's always that concept in the NFL about like, you know, you have a lead and the defense kind of goes out there and they either blow it or they, You know, let it go. I think that Minnesota is going to find themselves in a lot of situations where they may have to be aggressive. They may have to be more, um, you know, against like a a better version um, of some of the teams they're going to face. On the heavyweights they'll face, with the Eagles, the Niners, right? Um, You you want to see if they are going to be able to take those chances and perform um, under those situations. So I see nine and eight as as being their record possibly this season. The next team that I want to talk about and preview are the Chicago Bears. The Chicago Bears um, were 3-14 and 14 last year. Justin Fields is entering, uh, I believe, his third year. And this will be his second year with the same offensive coordinator, which is a good sign for Justin Fields. Uh, he showed a lot of promise last year at times with his... Running ability and being able to, you know, compete well with some of these teams um, in, in the conference. Um, the Bears have had quite an off season in which they, you know, they added more weapon, you know, more weapons for Justin Fields. Right? They traded for DJ Moore, um, who is supposed to be a big, big part of their offense this season. Um, you look at what they already have in Darnell Mooney, and then there's a. Wants to chase Claypool Potentially is there as well uh, Like, you know, they obviously Re-signed Cold Comet, um To a nice contract And then they also added Mercedes Lewis uh, Today, I believe uh, A long-term veteran uh, To their roster as well it remains to be seen if he will be Part of the 53-man roster For the Bears Or, you know, in terms of the, like, will, will he be so they use them in a two tight end set with commit. Uh, that remains to be seen. Uh, but the Bears had a, quite a bit an off season, right? They added, uh, a number of young linebackers. Um, you know, and I think Trey Edmonds from Buffalo and TJ Edwards, um, from Philadelphia. So they've got a defense that is young. Um, has some pass rushers, Yannick Ngakwe, who has bounced around a lot, let's just be fair. He has bounced around a lot, but he does provide the Bears another pass rusher on their defensive line. Um, so they've, they've added pieces, they've made a notable, you know, position at the wide receiving spot. They've surrounded Justin Fields with quite a bit of weapons, and I think for Justin Fields, this has to be that season for him. With all the talent that the Bears have accumulated around him, with the, with the running back spot as well, um, you do want to see Justin Fields make the next step, um, you know. And I think more importantly, the coaching obviously has to be great as well for this to work with Justin Fields. You want to see the offensive coordinator and his team to build rapport off last season. Um, overall, you just also just want to see this whole team improve and compete in more games, have chances to compete for for the, for the NFC North you know, title. Um, you want to see the defense make more of an impact, right? Because this Bears defense has never been the same ever since Khalil Mack was there in Chicago. They never have been able to force you know double digit turnovers. Uh, for the past few seasons, so their defense has to make an impact, more so than anything. Um, that's obviously the specialty of Matt Uberfluss, Um I'm getting that name correct, of the Bears coach. Um, I believe that's the coach of the Bears. Um do want to see improvement on the defensive side of the ball. and For Justin Fields, obviously there's been a lot of talk about his numbers, what he can do. Um, this is a season where he could definitely take a leap. Uh, potentially you know, do some good things, compete well in the division. Uh, there's a lot going for the Bears, no doubt. Um, having said that, although, I think that, you know, we may see Justin Fields improve. We may see this team improve. Um, but they still need a few more difference makers, I believe. I don't know if DJ Moore and Cole Komet with Claypool um, are going to be enough. I think that their defense um will be a, be a much better version but i think that justin fields just knowing what his career has looked at and the number of hits he's taken the durability factor um i don't really know the bears have enough as an offense as in a unit uh, as the chemistry wise that they'll be able to win a lot of games again this year they make it they may get closer they may get closer Um, But I think that for all of them to come together, their schedule that they have, starting out and towards the middle, um, I don't see a big enough jump happen. I think Justin Fields will put up better numbers. You know, he did have some nice numbers last year, but they struggle on the road. And that's where I think the Bears are going to uh, end up having a free fall is that they may start well, Um, but I don't see them being able to sustain any success on the road this season. I think they will struggle in that aspect. So I'm gonna go ahead and say, Chicago uh, improved their win total, but not by much. I'm gonna go six and 11 for the Chicago Bears. I think that their defense, despite adding some good depth at the linebacking spot, I see them just not being able to really match some of these other teams uh, with offense at times. Uh, I could see them ended up starting out well, but I think they may find themselves ending the season on a little bit of a losing streak, and that's why I'll go ahead and say themselves six and eleven. So the next team that I want to talk about um, are the Green Bay Packers. The Packers were eight and nine last year, losing and pretty much a go and. You know, in-game last year, you know, winning you' in the playoffs last year. Lions obviously spoiled that uh, for the Green Bay Packers and Aaron Rodgers who was there last year. So now Jordan Love is taking over as starting quarterback after the Packers have finally traded Aaron Rodgers to the Jets. Um, look at Jordan Love. He has been there for a few seasons, learning under Aaron Rodgers and Matt LaFleur and this, you know, Packers front office in GM. Who definitely talked about Jordan Love a lot uh, throughout the you know these past two seasons. So now Jordan Love's on the clock, and Jordan Love will you know be uh, definitely uh, you know put to the test, and he will be uh, definitely some player that uh, the Packers will definitely study closely and look at uh, to see if they he will be their franchise quarterback um, you know for seasons to come. Now, the Packers, uh, you look at their roster, they still have one of the best rosters in terms of, you know, the talent, the running back spot with Aaron Jones and A.J. Dillon. Um, obviously, Romeo Dobbs, Christian Watson are two wide receivers that showed some potential last year, um, you know, with, with some nice touchdown grabs and highlights. Um, and you look at the Packers, they've tried to obviously add some more depth to that spot as well. So Matt LaFleur, you know, is going to be under the microscope a little bit more, I would say, this year, right, because, you know, you're obviously transitioning to a younger quarterback, and Rodgers obviously did a lot of number of things in Green Bay uh, with his production, with his ability to lead this team, and now you want to see who steps up as a leader uh, for this group um that defense of the packers still has some good talent in the defensive line and the secondary they may be a, a solid defense still um but the games that they won last year with aaron Rodgers at quarterback with jordan love i don't really know if we are gonna, gonna get the same thing it may be a, a little bit of a struggle for jordan love obviously he played in some some action um but you know with teams being able to kind of you know Study and see certain things over the year. The Packers are the Packers' chemistry overall will be tested early on, right? They will be, they will have some winnable games at the start of the season. Um, how well does you know Matt Lafleur try to push or you know make Jordan Love progress as a quarterback throughout the season? Will be, will be telling. I think if they can find a way to get off to a good start, you can see him build good reporting connections with his wide receivers, the Packers will you know, will still be a, a good offense. They will be able to really compete and, and maybe not take a step back this year. Um, but you look at the quarterback situation in Green Bay, you know, Jordan Love is the, is the only option. <laughs> Without him, you know, I, I don't see the Packers being able to compete at any, any point. So they have to Uh, And maybe they've already addressed this already, but the depth at quarterback behind Jordan Love is a a key thing to watch in this preseason coming up. Um, Aaron Jones obviously is there in Green Bay, and I I do think you will see more emphasis of Matt LaFleur trying to run the football, right, and trying to balance it out a little bit, play actions. Um, So the Packers have done that well in recent memory, and they will continue to do that probably... This year to have you know have success, um, you know, they do have games this year against Kansas City and LA. Um, you know uh, they have an opportunity um, to maybe make some noise in the NFC North. Obviously, there's been some analysts and reports that have you know highly talked about the Green Bay Packers as being one of those surprise teams. I don't really see them being that. Um, I'm more to see the New York Packers being one of those teams that you know they will compete, they will have a chance. Um, but as I mentioned before, there are just some games on their schedule that I'm looking at here and there that I feel that Jordan Love, um, we don't know yet if he can rise to that moment or not, right? Because he doesn't, he doesn't have that experience. And I think that experience factor will will bother him in this season. Right? He may. Has early season struggles, he may not be on the same page. Um, they may win some games based on their defense playing well, but ultimately, um, if they're going to be able to do anything, they're going to need Jordan Love uh, to find a good connection with his wide receivers. Um, and I just don't see Matt Lafleur having as much success that he had um, in the previous years with Jordan Love this time around. So. I see them finishing out 7 and 10. Uh, I think that they're not going to be able, as an offense, to compete as well with the Minnesota Vikings and the Detroit Lions. Um, I think you will see some growing pains. and Maybe for the second half of the season, he may play much better and give them a chance maybe to be in contention. But ultimately, they'll fall 7 and 10 in my estimation. And now that brings me to the Detroit Lions. Um, it finished on a high note last year Finishing 9-8 and eight. Um, It's been a very interesting offseason for the Detroit Lions they do, they do have some players that were suspended Most notably Jamison Williams uh, You look at Jared Goff He's coming back for another season Obviously had some nice moments last year Where they put together a lot of good winning performances Down the stretch Um Aiden Hutchinson had a really nice rookie season. He's going to be looking to build upon that. And Dan Campbell definitely has been able to revamp this team a little bit. Um, they definitely play with much more better edge. They showed a lot of growth last year. And the key thing with the Lions is to keep this momentum going forward. They did draft a quarterback in Hendon Hooker uh, to be there in the depth chart overall. Uh, you know, They still have on the same Brown uh, being there. Um, I think the running back production, um, they drafted, I think, Jamar Gibbs, right, from Alabama in the first round. Uh, it'll be interesting to watch how well did they produce in terms of the running back spot, you know, and can Derek Goff continue to build upon the success that he had last year? Obviously, he can fling the football, and do a number of things, um, but they're going to be on this. You know, they're going to be on the national spotlight a little bit more, right? To kick off the season against the Kansas City Chiefs at Arrowhead, um, so the Lions will be tested early on. Uh, but they do got a nice bit of firepower on their offense. Um, whenever they do get like Jameson Williams back, he obviously brings another dimension to their offense. Um, you know, you got a few other wide receivers that could do it all over things I think the key for the Lions is their defense being able to make some good plays Um, you do want to see that defense continue to produce uh, especially at the the, in the pass rushing standpoint Um, they've got a good chance to really compete and do good things this year Um, I think like I said it comes down to them starting off much better this year Um, being able to not blow some leads that they did last year uh, and overall, you just want to see um, they just win some games that they, they, they can win. Their home games that they have this season, there's a lot of winnable games at home that they, they should be able to get. And I also think that you know their defense, the um, way they played last year with the leadership that they have there, um, I think Hutchison is due for another, another good season overall. But ultimately, this comes down to Dan Campbell and Jared Goff, being able to... Um, get the ground running. They started last year, I think, one and six before they, you know, they won a lot of games down the stretch. I think the key for the Lions is don't get off to a poor start. Um, you know, the division can be had, and you've got to be able to over- overcome some of these suspensions and productions that we've been missing in the first few games. But the offense can make some good plays. The defense, the Lions can play much better than they did last year. The Lions could surprise. I see them competing with them Minnesota Vikings, uh, down the stretch, I think the division will be had between Detroit and Minnesota, and I think that Jared Goff, Kirk Cousins, I think their their head-to-head battles this year, I think, will will definitely define this division, who ends up winning the NFC North.